genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here, as I always am, with the other voices on this show, Sean Petit. Yo. Casey Crawford. What up? And RJ Vite. Heyo. As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we're going to spoil those for you. That's why I'm going to give you some timestamps in the episode description so that you can skip anything you need to skip. Our top story today is Inferno Number no. 3 by Jonathan Hickman, R.B. Silva, Stefano Caselli, Valerio Shidi, David Curiel, and Andriano Di Benedetto. Whew. Nailed it. Yeah, if it seemed like I was book. speeding through the intro, it's because I knew I had that masthead uh, to get through. A lot of so, names. A lot of names. A lot of names. Lots of talent on this book. Yeah, I mean, that's what a friggin' masthead, man. Whew. So yeah, how is everybody? You know, hanging in there. Got my booster shot. I'm boosted up. What? What? Boosted up. Boosted. You got your boost. Got my boost. Same, bro. Just in time. For Protect what? yourself from Unicron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unicron! He's coming. <laughs> your special bar is all the way up now. Yeah, man. Exactly. <laughs> did you, did you do Unicron oh, as a joke on purpose, or did you just mistake the... I can't tell. Uh, the first one. Okay, all right. Just making sure. Just making sure. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm certain someone will do or that lure. in earnest. You can go with Unicron or Lur, depending lure, on yeah. your uh, your fandom. The I, I forget if I mentioned this on the show already, but like the first time I, I heard Omicron, I was like, Omicron Percy I ate. Why yeah. did that just pop into my head? And I couldn't even think of like what it was from. And then yeah. like, like Clockwork, my coworker, ha- like it's like he had it queued up and he just hit play on a supercut of Lur <laughs> from, from Futurama. And I was just like, yeah. wow, that's, that is an earworm. It was, it was just in yeah. there from years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched Futurama since I had cable and that was like 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's been a yeah. while. Like I used to rewatch that shit over and over again, and then I just stopped. Christina That's watches weird. it when she uses it one of her like going to sleep shows. So like most of it's in my subconscious just from hearing it while I'm sleeping. Uh, yeah, that'll happen. That's kind of yeah. scary, honestly. I don't know. Yeah, man, it's weird. <laughs> uh, I'm being programmed while asleep by Omicron Percy Eight <laughs> by by Matt Groening, <laughs> <laughs> various other uh, cartoon creators He's controlling you. Yeah, that and everyone at William Street, like that was yeah. Adult Swim for me for the longest time. Right? Uh, yeah, like that kind of shit. Him and Pendleton Ward, man. Just, one of these days, they're gonna say something on TV somewhere, and I'm gonna just walk off, walk away. I'll just be in a trance. You're gonna go. <laughs> you'll, yeah, you'll just go into a fugue state and rob a yeah. bank. You're just, just gonna, gonna get. Ah, you're gonna get winter soldiered by Futurama. <laughs> yeah, just, it's gonna. Yeah, Futurama or Adventure Time is just gonna. I'm gonna be fucked. <laughs> Just gonna be high on PCP and try to ride a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <sighs> oh man, yo, this <laughs> that reminds me of uh, Same, my mom lives down in uh, in North Florida, and you know, God bless her. I've been trying to get her to move up here, but she's scared of snow. And uh, oh, that's what PCP reminds you of. No, nope. <laughs> So, so she just bought a house, but it's like kind of outside the city limits, but still in the county property. So, like all her neighbors mm. are like, "Get off my land!" kind of people, you know. 
And uh, love those people. Love those people. They're great. Love and them. especially because it's like no one wants to be on your land. Like, calm down. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to walk home. Yeah. Leave your me land alone. is fine. Who gives a shit? Um, yeah. But her neighbors are us. like really, really, really weird. And she just she calls me up and she's like, <laughs> they're they're like doing something they're like building something in the backyard and now there's strobe lights and like i just don't know what's going on like meth is going on they're selling they're making meth and they're selling meth and they're on meth and i don't i just tell her that every day and she doesn't believe me just close your there's a person on fire and they're screaming and (laughs) i just what are they doing over there there's people coming and going and this one light never turns and their air conditioner never turns off i'm like stop being a busybody and go inside they are on meth yeah Get, get, from Net- dealers. get Netflix or something. This is not. <laughs> yeah. When you get you some get blackout Netflix. curtains, mom, go inside and just watch some TV. All right. Yeah, exactly. Don't. I feel like there's a certain age though when you live in in suburbia or even in a rural area where that becomes TV. Oh, totally. Sure. Where we're just looking out the window and and being disgusted by your neighbors is the same <laughs> as watching television. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it, they are. To her credit, doing really weird shit. They're like, sure, absolutely. They're, they're chopping down trees at three in the morning. It's like, yeah, you know who yeah. does that? People on meth. <laughs> yeah, because they don't fucking yeah. They, and she they and she's just so she's so sweet and innocent. She's just going, no, it can't be that. But like, I promise you, it is. There's you're, literally no other logical. You're in North Florida. It's it's likely most of your neighbors are on meth. <laughs> <laughs> just come over like brownies offering meth. <laughs> Oh, I just we made some. You Would this. you like it? <laughs> we made you this. It's, it's a casserole. Fresh, fresh tray of meth. Yeah. Ooh. Thank uh, you. Here's some Jesus, brownies. Jesus Bring Christ. back the dish. All right. Bring back. But yeah, so the, needless to say, can't wait to go back down there and have to like set her neighbor straight and be like, don't fuck with my mom. Get the, back up. Back up, weirdo. Yo, I really I thought buy- you were about to say set her neighbor is on fire. <laughs> I mean, if I buy and some nobody, meth, and people would be like, they were, they were cooking meth. Of course, they set themselves Yeah, exactly. On fire. And legally, no. Legally, I will not do that. Never said that. Never right, said no. that. Nope. This is not an admission. Of, nothing not ever said on this either. show is an admission of guilt. I feel like it's been a while since we've said that, and we should probably... <laughs> we should say back. it every week. <laughs> We're officially back, guys. <laughs> I what saw- kind of podcast am I on? <laughs> right? I thought this was comic books. <laughs> what <a> happened? <laughs> yeah. We're all in very odd mental states. Yeah, it's been a Clearly. week. It continues to be one. I. Mm. This is going to come out at a, at a day where I'm just going to be dealing with a lot so let's yeah you're, oh, yeah. you're getting gonna... your booster when this comes out right yeah yeah pretty much cool. very cool mm. very cool guys are slow i already got mine i'm boosted I, my, my my special's fully <laughs> charged <laughs> i was gonna get mine like a month and a half ago but then i got some kind of stomach flu mm. uh i i was gonna get mine earlier but then like my coworker got his and i'm like i don't really want to like overlap because then if we're knocked out like we need there's only three employees <laughs> like yeah we really need to be able to cover each other for this so now we have it timed yeah. perfectly we're like i got mine he's getting his later this week and then like zach's getting his next week and i'm like perfect i can take care of all of you that's great <laughs> you can go into mom mode good uh, good time good good timing for everybody it's good go boost it up baby boosted crushing <sighs> it crushing it well Speaking of crushing it, y'all want to talk about comics? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to do anything. Sean is emotionally and physically checked out of everything, including this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, until like a week from now. Yeah. 
pretty much. Oh yeah, we haven't even talked about that. You uh, you quit your job. Congrats. Mm, can't wait. <laughs> so excited about it. Uh, I shouldn't be as jealous as I am. I don't know but... if anyone who I work with listens to this, but if you do, see ya. <laughs> Bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if you are, I'm sorry you had to hear this way. Um, what a, I don't think. Uh, what don't a think way anyone... to find out. <laughs> Yeah, you're listening to your coworker's podcast because you support him, and this yeah, you is genuinely how want all the, to be a good well, friend. And then I think all the people that would support me don't work there anymore. So well, there it's not it a problem. This is like how you learn half the half the team listens. It's just yeah. like, oh well, yeah. I'll start this talking. Is playing shit. in your old office right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll start talking over shit the after my last day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, you know, so next not not this episode, but next episode I'll. I can start talking shit. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> comic books, probably. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, Where's some point? All right. So yeah. my, my pick for this week is Hellions number 18 by Zeb Wells, Z. Carlos, Steven Segovia, and Rain Barreto. All good things must come to an end. Yeah, man. This is the, the, the final issue of Hellions. Hellions has been the best X book consistently that's come out of uh, the 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 Reign of X, Dawn of X, Reign of X, all that stuff. Yeah, it's the been the best one. Solid. Wow. Bold. I mean, consistently, consistently the best because other books oh. have hit higher points probably, but they've also had some filler in there. You know what I mean? Like this one, all all killer, no filler. <laughs> it's it's definitely in my top five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, love that album. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Anyway, uh, so we open on the Quiet Council discussing what to do with Peter since he murdered two humans. Yeah, and, he went uh, he went nutso in the last issue. You know, <laughs> unless you're X Force who can just genocide a whole nation, you yeah. can't do doing that. it for. But they're you know they're allowed. Yeah, it's, yeah fine. it's fine. Xavier they're, was like, it's fine. fine. You yeah, know they're, what? they're the CIA. And, they're not and doing Hellions it because is... they're mad. They're doing it because they have to. It's different, oh, guys. Oh, yes. No, totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly it's... probably because if they tried to throw beasts in the pit, Coco ain't swallowing that. <laughs> like, oh, fuck yeah, you. he's too gross. He's yucky. Yeah. We, yeah. Don't, we don't like him. Yeah. No. It's, it's, a, it's like a hairball for Krakoa. <laughs> yeah, Krakoa already has enough contaminants in its soil thanks yes. to beasts. It already has Thank one you. hairball. Yeah, it's already got one hairball. It doesn't need yeah. another yeah, we'll, one. We'll get to that on the top story. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Anyway, uh, the Quiet Council was, you know, discussing what to do with Peter, and they're like, well, you know, we, we have laws, and uh, we kind of have to show that um, that we take them seriously, and um. Then uh, S- Sinister's kind of just ready to throw the whole team into the pit. Yeah, being a real dick. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, he's more like, I, so I, than I didn't usual. cape up for nothing here. <laughs> we kind of we kind of get to see uh a lot of like what people v- how people view Sinister in this issue. Yeah, and um, not favorably. N- no, it seems fast. <laughs> And then, uh, so they all arrive, and they're all in shackles, and, uh, we get this, um, flashback next of the Hellions coming back from the mission, like, they, they, uh, land off of the jet, and the X-Men go to meet them, and, uh, they're like, you know, is, is Orphan Maker restrained, and they're like, you know, they're gonna go take him in, and, um, Havoc is kind of, like, trying to, trying to 
make sure the situation is calm and they don't want Peter to like freak out and they don't have him like in shackles or anything. And, uh, and then there's this, he's like, maybe everyone should give him some space, some time to calm down. And then, uh, Havoc sees Polaris is like, hi, Lorna. And she's like, hi, Alex. in this like small bubble. I, like, I loved that interaction. <laughs> Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> I, I love it. It's adorable. Uh, so cute so cute and then uh so uh so they're like you know asking for them to go easy and uh cyclops is like you know i have to i have to do this so Greco uh just punch sucker punches scott right in the face and um start <laughs> it starts a big um kerfuffle right in the <laughs> I, I love later on like when there's just like a chill moment and they're talking to the quiet council Greco's just like Sorry, I punched your brother in the face. And, and Alex is like, it's fine. He's got one of those faces. He's got one of those faces. <laughs> it's he so fucking good. does, you, though. You just want to punch fan. a guy with glasses, don't you? Like Logan's just in the corner. It's like you haven't lived until you punch Scott. <laughs> just like... That's my kink, is punching Scott. <laughs> it's that Scott's is, kink, too. That fine. is 100% also Emma's kink. Yep, yeah. exactly. And um, Logan's, for that yeah, matter. That's, yeah, that's, what I, that's what I was right. referring to, was Logan's. Yeah. So, yeah, they start fighting, and then um, Scott tells uh, Grey Crow to uh, stand down, and he's like, sure, you got it, and he like, throws his gun away, and then we cut, and then we like zoom on to... Um, empath and uh so he's interfering and making the hellions stand down oh man <laughs> poor 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 uh empath because my god when Greco does get his hands on him <laughs> he's, not, he's i don't think he's gonna kill him i think he's gonna torture him forever <laughs> Just yeah it's not gonna be great no and then uh xavier uh, it cuts it cuts back to the current time, and Xavier's like, "Let it be known that the Hellions' attack on the X Men was only brought under control thanks to Empath in service of the Council." And he's like, "You know, I'm get anti if I'm not helping." It's like, "Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, 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 <laughs> bud." <laughs> and then they kind of talk about how he was like a secret agent for Emma, and uh, her and Alex uh, have a have a thing, have a tiff. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and then uh, and then Sinister goes up to Psylocke and is like kind of, kind of uh, mocking. And then um, he's like, "Oh wait, where are your shackles?" And she <laughs> fucking punches him. And then the Quiet Council is like, "Oh, come on!" And then uh, Storm's like, "No, wait, it's fine. Just let her get one more." And she kicks yeah. him. That she really awesome. fucks up his grill, man. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah. And he's like, an assault on Sinister is assault on the council, and assault on the council is assault on Krakoa. And and then Emma and Kate are like, fucking shut up. We're gonna yeah. muzzle you. And then they do. Yeah. And yeah, then the, also the next fucking, time he's... Whatever. She's got, like, leeway because she's one of the fucking commanders. Yeah, it's she's like, one yeah, of the war shut, captains, so of course we're not gonna up, put Sinister. shackles on her. But then also Sinister's like, muzzled, I'm an equal to all oh, muzzle Sinister, and you muzzle the council, muzzle the council, and you muzzle... And you just cut to him right with the muzzle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably still yelling the same shit under there. Yeah, that's enough. That's quite enough of you <laughs> so then we hear from kurt who is obviously you know probably the only decent person on the council at all times 
<laughs> like the the one who's like so straight and narrow. Um, and he's like, we we can't, you know, the Hellions mean uh, are important to many people in Krakow, including myself. Uh, as it said, those whose violence you don't understand have often seen horrors you cannot imagine. And then Mystique's like, who said that? He's like, well, myself. But I I said that <laughs> just now. I, that was me. <laughs> so he he's really the only one that. Like pleading for you know this to not go. <laughs> the through. other ones like, hey, maybe we shouldn't throw criminals in a hole. Yeah, he, maybe even s- maybe solitary confinement is uh, torture <laughs> under the best circumstances, and yeah. this is the worst circumstances. <laughs> like even Storm the- is like, oh, this is terrible, but we should probably do it. And then like <laughs> Emma, Emma, Storm, and um, and Xavier, are like you know, this is a terrible tragedy, but we have to. We have to go but through with it. We we made one law once, and now we have to do this. Yeah. It's like, you really don't. Unless you're X-Force. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Again, unless you're, you're X-Force. You're saying the quiet part out just, loud. Just fuck up a whole... It's fine. Yeah. You know? Uh, Tara uh, yeah. Verde... Fine. Everything's fine. Tara Verde wasn't a mistake at all. I forget yeah. exactly who says it also, but, like, Peter has the mind of a fucking child? Like, why are we trying a child as an adult? Like, what is happening? Yeah, he's, he's yeah at what best- are we... A- America? Yeah, right? Oh. <laughs> well, they do talk about that. Yeah. Uh, they talk about he's... He can't control himself. Like, yeah, he's... Right. It, that's a big debate throughout the issue is, like, yeah, like, should he be held responsible? Yeah. And then... <laughs> and then you just see him. This, there's a word bubble that's just across the way. And it's, what is this horse shit? And it's <laughs> Nanny? <laughs> she gets the best entrance? Uh, and she's like, set my boy free now. <laughs> oh, so good. Just a fucking nanny to the rescue. Uh, we get this. So she wants to. Um, she if if she's like, you know, if you're gonna throw him into the pit, let me go with him because. And they is like, you know, uh, they they kind of explain to her that the AI she brought into Kakoa, um from the previous issues is kind of what led to this whole uh, uh, snowball effect of Peter murdering these humans. So she kind of feels also guilty. So she's like, you know what? If you're not going to let him free, let me go with him. And um, Xavier's like, you know, we can't, we can't do that. Uh, the, the pit is Peter's fate alone. And she's like, listen, I will murder so many humans. You're going to put me in the pit anyway. I will, I will not stop. I will go out uh, to mainland and I will murder so many people. I will commit so many war crimes on behalf of Krakoa. You are not so even prepared. Room. I want to see that version of Nanny just like holding a battle axe, just standing in a puddle of blood, just like just pure Conan. You going to throw me in now? Yeah. yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> Just and standing atop a mountain of skulls. She fucking she fucking goes after Kate. She's like, uh, where should we start? Kate, how is Terry still living in 1412 Central Avenue? It's like, what might leave my mom out of this? So she's like gonna go murder Kate's mom. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. so specific. She was so, so crazy. <laughs> He's this like, bitch you was ready to genocide a bunch of humans on behalf of Peter. Yeah, she was just and looking then, for a reason, man. Really? Kate's like, what did I do? And she's like, you presume to sit by while a ward of nannies is cast into the darkness. You dared to dream that I'd let him go alone. Aww. So, uh, so then she she goes to Peter and uh, she's like, I failed him once. I won't do it again. And they 
Peter says he's scared, and they they hug each other as vines envelop them, and she sings this very fucked up lullaby. <laughs> um, yeah, and it is like it's heart wrenching. I never thought I'd have my feelings uh, hurt by nanny and orphan maker just slowly <laughs> going into their doom. Although yeah, like, you know, it's like, fucked up. It, it, Casey mentioned solitary confinement is torture, but imagine solitary confinement with an egg-shaped robot who's programmed to <laughs> mother you to death. Yeah, that's well, worse. That's worse than solitary, honestly. Uh. <laughs> and Sabretooth is down there. Yeah, and Sabretooth is running around. Yeah, your only somewhere. your only company is is Nanny and Sabretooth. Uh I, I was under the impression that the when you go to the pit, it's like your your own pit. Um, yeah, we don't know that though. Yeah, well, we don't yeah, just be one. There pit. was only there was only one person there, so now. Yeah. Oh man, if they and start I'm to sure send more people, great. it's kind of. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of Krakoa's uh, choice after that, and maybe maybe Krakoa is just like you know what, maybe yeah. Sabretooth is like reading by candlelight with pop tarts. <laughs> yeah, you we don't know. know what's going on. Sick. Well, yeah, Kr- I mean, he's Krakoa still an asshole. <laughs> but, you know, Krakoa doesn't believe in incarceration, so that's cool. <laughs> well, I'm, we're going to get to Inferno, and, you know, Krakoa's got a mind of his own, yeah, as we does. learned this issue. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and so now uh, we get uh, kind of um, like Lord of the Rings Return of the King endings. Uh, <laughs> we're, we, we see <laughs> Empath and... Um, Empath is we we see like all the characters kind of like uh where where they're gonna be like set up uh later on and so Empath is he's surrounded by the other Hellions and I love this he's like did you even say a word when they stole our name and uh, it's like Cat's Eye and Tarot and all the other Hellions and they're like you're just gonna sit there all smug and uh he and then he he uh, does his powers on them and he like makes them it's like oh we're so glad you're back and like they're excited to see him but you just see his face it gets more and more sad as they get happier and it's like they just really this this dude has no friends other than the ones he's able to make by his own powers yeah maybe if he wasn't a huge piece of shit like I mean, little, I I agree. Might have some friends, but it, like, it's still sad though. It's definitely sad, but like, I definitely don't feel bad. It's just, for it's him. weird. Oh, it's no. weird that his powers made him a sociopath because, like, that you grow up with the ability to like do that, that you're not gonna have any coping skills. So, like, I, I don't know if I I don't think I'm it's go that weird. I'm going the other way around. I don't think it's that weird because it's like, at least with my my brain, I would know that. I would constantly be like, well, do they, does anyone even like me if I could just make them like me? Like, can you tell, like, how can you tell that people aren't just under your influence? Yeah, well, that they, you're not just doing it by accident because yeah, you want exactly. people to like you. Well, there's a, uh, um, there's a data page about that when Hellion started. It was like going through all their power sets and it's just like, his is a unique perspective because he is a sociopath because of his powers. Like, his powers made him that way because he's incapable of, like, yeah. human interaction without it. But so now it's, it's like, probably this, like, Ouroboros. Yeah, exactly. Just, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oof. Which is, like, a bummer and also, fuck that guy. <laughs> it's both. <laughs> right. I just, I'm glad that we're no longer in, like, the 70s and 80s of Marvel where we realize that people that have emotion control are fucked up. Yes. Like, <laughs> right. that's not right. a, that is not a good superhero power. Yeah, that's abuse. That is just, that just leads to 
to so many bad things so you're quickly. Just, you're just purple man. You're just yeah. a fucking rapist. Like there is no other. Like way they, they had they like. Luckily, we've had like Emma like call him out on that shit before, like long time ago. Uh, so like sometimes they knew it was skeevy, but it, it's just it's always a bad time. I mm-hmm. if I could erase one power set from from comic books, it would definitely be that power set. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and then we we see Greco like snipe like getting ready to to shoot him, and uh, Cannon comes over and is like, "That come on, you you're gonna waste all your time just repeatedly murdering over and over again." <laughs> <laughs> there's there's better things to do. Let let him just be fucking sad, depressed. Um, and then we cut to Wild Child and uh. I this one's know. the saddest for me. Yeah, honestly. he's like, he's like, uh, they're like, you don't have to take these pills. Uh, I'll just say that you took them, but he takes them anyway, and he just fucking lays down, and he's just like, well, the, well, the pills are so you can get under control, right? Yeah. But, so clearly, it's gonna do. But she's not she's saying great. that he hasn't been taking them. Yeah, but now it, he's yeah. finally he's given up, and now. But he's she's offering them. to get rid of them, so yeah. and, and like you know, cover for him, saying that he doesn't yeah. have to. But he he just takes them anyway. I think he's doing it because now he's lost the people that made him safe. Oh, where definitely. he could just kind of yeah, he he's lost just he's Quanin just and all broken. that shit. Yeah, yeah. And then oh man, we we get to Alex and Ooh. Scott, and it's just <laughs> uh, Scott is talking about you know. Uh, how there's lots of complications with bringing Maddie back because obviously that's the only thing Alex has been able to talk about for a long time. Um, and he's like, even with relaxed protocols, bringing her back comes with a lot of complications. I'm married to one of them. And he's like, mm-hmm. why, why are you bringing all this up? Just leave. And then Scott goes, which I'm, why I'm surprised Emma was able to smooth everything out. And he's like, what are you talking about? And they go in another room and Maddie's there. Yeah, she is. She's also showing off her ass. I was like, <laughs> What is this panel? I don't know. <laughs> she's, yeah, like, she's like wearing pants. coveralls also. Like, yeah, well, that's happening. Pants. That's her yeah. classic outfit. That's that's back when she was like Jean Clone. Weird. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. It's awesome. Uh, Madeline's back. It's great. We're in a jumpsuit. <laughs> and yeah. um, she's going to be fucking shit up pretty soon. Oh, oh man. So they have this moment where uh, Alex is like super excited and she's like, you're back. It's like, uh, they brought you back. It's like, I begged and begged. And then she's like, because of you, resurrected at the whim of another summer. So I was like, oh, damn. Yep. Um, <laughs> but then she kind of like snaps herself out of it. So uh, I don't know. It's interesting. Maybe they're, maybe they're setting stuff up. Um, yeah. She's like, I need, to, I need to get ready. And uh, the mirror is her in the, in the Goblin Queen outfit. And oh, man, I'm so stoked. She's going to burn that place down. <laughs> and by that place, I mean Alex Summers. <laughs> I just want no, I just want them to have like wholesome adventures together. <laughs> it is a little weird that like it's like, dude, you fell in love with a clone of your brother's wife. Maybe let that one go. Like not as weird as the fact that Scott fell in love and married and impregnated a clone of his wife. Yeah, yeah. that's weirder. That's like, weirder. Maybe you guys should leave that woman alone. <laughs> like I mean, yeah, let's just let her, you know. Have a Let happy her ending. Let yeah. her be. Just never. Just she never needs to talk to alone. another Summers ever. 
It's time for some winter. Just, you know. It's time for some winter. Oh my god. And then our next uh next um thing this is, is this Emma, one's a long one. Yeah, like I said, it's uh, Lord of the Ring Return of the King endings. <laughs> it the book ends like ten times. Yeah. Um So it's it's Emma and Magneto and uh they're just uh essentially we learned that Emma um f- uh brought back Madeline because it fucks over Sinister and that, you know, Emma really detests Sinister because, you know, Emma hates Nazis. Obviously, yeah. it's clearly the, the takeaway <laughs> from this. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they, they talk about uh, Magneto and, like, how they talk about how Magneto and Emma aren't... Um, su- I, I feel like Sinister isn't longed for uh, the Quiet Council is the, oh, the yeah. vibe I'm getting. That's a good vibe. And then it, it cuts to Sinister and he has... Uh, uh, hologram bus of Scott, Gene, Storm, Kurt, and Wolverine. So maybe there's uh, some clone shenanigans on on the I way. I feel like it. Uh, I also do want to point out. I, I was so in our group chat. We were talking about uh, the the Mark Brooks uh, teaser cover for Immortal X Men, and it looks like very uh, um, Last Supper style, right? Yeah. Uh, the only person, so it's Magneto's helmet in the center at the Jesus position, yep. and the only person turning away is Xavier, and I was like, oh, he's Judas, but I was incorrect. The person that is Judas is sinister, because he spilled the wine and the salt. Oh. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There so, like, if you look at that again, sinister is about to, you know, betray everyone, so... I, uh- I choose, Shocking, not, I, shocker. I choose shocker. not to read too much into that because Emma is James the Greater and he was the first one to die, so I'm not gonna I'm just gonna ignore it. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a one to one ratio. I'm, I'm just, just gonna, saying I'm just gonna ignore it. I just think the the, the important piece is Judas and I will scenario. say that I couldn't have asked for uh anything better than Karen Gillan writing a Quiet Council book. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> we will yeah, definitely cool. talk about that. Hell yeah, we will. Can't, yeah, we're not an X Men podcast. Just kidding, we are. <laughs> we totally are. We just so spent totally a half hour are. talking about X Men, man. <laughs> the, we've still got more. The last scene to happen is uh, Greco and Cannon sitting on the beach, and they're like kind of sitting in silence. And uh, Greco's like, "There's a way you look at me. Like there might be something good in me." Having noticed it, I don't think I'll ever will be the same. And then she moves closer and holds his hand. And That's so sweet. Oh man, it is so good. <laughs> and then we Happy get our, for them. We get her final data page of Hellions, which is trauma comes painfully quick and loud. Healing is quiet and slow, but it does come. It does. And uh, I couldn't have think of a better note to end the book on. What a yep. what a run! Just <laughs> so. So crazy the amount of empathy and um Pun like, intended. Well, sure. <laughs> but it's just like the this book is really interesting in when you look at it from a whole of the Krakoa era. And it's such an interesting thing from like it's like, oh, it's X-Men Suicide Squad, but it's also like interrogating why it's a suicide squad and like why these people are terrible. And yeah. Yeah, really, why are these people broken and how do they fit into society? Yeah. It, never in a million yeah. years would I have thought that there'd have been a book like this for X Men. 
and yeah. we like nanny and orphan maker and yeah when they announced the team we all just kind of went what the fuck yeah. and then exactly we're, and, and we were all kind of like man i hope this isn't like the first bad x-men book of this new era and it turned out to be the best one <laughs> like what the fuck it's awesome all right well y'all want to move on to D- uh, Marvel, I almost said DC's. Uh, Marvel's next big event. I feel like this, I feel like this is like a sm- a big, a small big event. Yeah, it's, they're, they're <laughs> not. You know what I mean, they're yeah, not I, saw, I think events. this is more of a big small event. Mm, ah, okay. yes. Got I think it, it's a it. medium event. <laughs> <laughs> it's they've been they've been marketing it like a Daredevil like storyline, but it's like a Daredevil event. I would argue that it has implications that are bigger than most other events that Marvel tries to hype. I think it will. Huge. Yeah, it could. Yeah, it could. yeah. I went uh, into this going like, oh, this is like you know, uh, kind of like Sean said, but yeah, there's a there's a lot at yeah. stake in this. Like, uh, a lot. So so the, uh, the masthead for this is Devil's Reign number one by Chip Zdarsky, Marco Cicchetto, and Marcio Minez. Um I described this book to customers when I was like trying to sell it. I was like, it's like Civil War meets Siege, but better. <laughs> like, or like Dark Yeah, that's Rain. about right. Yeah. So uh, we didn't talk about the last issue of Daredevil, but the last issue, um, like that was last week, was uh, a lot of stuff happened. One, of, one was Kingpin that got married to... Um, uh, uh, Typhoid Mary and Daredevil just being the catty bitch that he is goes up to, to Kingpin and he's like you know I'm gonna let you try to be happy maybe being happy you'll calm your shit but I'm watching you and then he just Damn. leaves it. and that's like that sends Kingpin over the fucking edge so they go to He's like, that's um, it. I'm going to make it illegal no, for he, you to be anything. He, he was actually <laughs> fine with it. Well, they were good. They were good, but then he went Until... to his cabin for, yeah. like, cabin in the mountains for their honeymoon, and he goes into his private safe that no one else has access to, and he finds a folder that says Daredevil's identity, and he opens it up, and it's blank on the inside because the purple man's children uh, mind-wiped everyone on Daredevil's identity. So now identity. he knows that he f- someone fucked with his head. Yes. Now he's pissed. Now he's pissed. He's, he he's was like, good. Were, they were yeah. good for like yeah. four seconds. Four whole seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but the, yeah, the, that this keeps bringing me back to that that issue with him with Kingpin at the dinner party, and he can get through one dinner without killing somebody. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, because like the whole end of that was basically we've never tried like just being what? happy. Yeah. Like Daredevil, like he's like we haven't, I haven't, we haven't tried that ever. In let's our, like, let's so, try. Like yeah. he's trying to go straight he's getting married like let's just maybe if i just leave him the fuck alone it'll be fine <laughs> yeah and and to your Too point late. adam uh the very first page of this event is the storm winds which are the like uh they've been the illuminati of this uh storyline the gentrifiers if you will um yeah depending on what word you want to use <laughs> the gentrifiers <laughs> trying to steal uh hell's kitchen and they basically helped kingpin get the mayoral election well now they're and now they're trying to figure out um should they keep doing yeah, that do yeah, they want to like, just do they want to just have fun with someone else yeah, yeah is right. his brand of chaos still profitable to them so they're talking yeah. about should we give him the the mayor's seat again yeah um, it's crazy and that's when we get the confrontation when uh, uh kingpin's back from his honeymoon and he confronts daredevil in the street he like just sets up a bunch of cop cars and stands in the middle of an intersection dope yeah. So dope. Yeah, and he's like, okay, you got my attention. What the fuck do you want? And he's, he's just like, what did you do? What did you do to my brain? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Like, this, nope, you're done. You're fucking done. So, I like uh, how he throws the, 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 
folder of papers at him and he's like you know i'm not exactly wearing my reading glasses <laughs> also he's like yeah he couldn't be more of a catty bitch to uh-huh. back to kingpin he's like, like oh, you know i can't fucking dumbass. read that right like, yeah you know i'm fucking blind but you don't no, he you doesn't. don't know who i am oh, yeah exactly. he doesn't know that anymore <laughs> <laughs> but he plays it really do, well do he's like, why don't you not, tell me what's in do that? people not know that that's that's no, his whole anymore. gimmick that he's blind yeah. like they don't no, nobody. If, if you knew that Daredevil was blind, it would be really easy to figure out who Daredevil was. <laughs> it, yeah, it, yeah I guess it, so. it shrinks the uh, suspect pool considerably, and then you find out that Matt Murdock and Daredevil are always kind of talking to the same people, and you're like, "Hmm, this is weird." But yeah, no one knows that Daredevil's blind. But his mask uh, covers his eyes. Yeah, there are like little eye bubbles, though. Yeah, there's eye bubbles. You oh. could, you could, they could theoretically be. Clear, well, I guess not in every not. version of the suit. Yeah, exactly. Some yeah, version yeah, yeah. of the suit, they cover his face completely. Yeah. yeah. And no one's um, like, hmm, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, but really uh, cut to Kingpin giving a press conference where he, uh, he in- uh, enacts the uh, Powers Act. Or he's been, he's been drafting the Powers Act. Wait, no, the AKA. Powers Act. The, the, uh, the Powers Act was the. Uh, Nope, never mind. Yeah, the Powers Act. Sorry, no, he does the Powers Act. Yeah, that's what it, he puts into place. I was which trying is to make sure that wasn't yeah. the one that outlawed like underage because he talks about that too. Um, no, this is pretty much outlawing vigilantism. S- no, it's outlawing yeah. superpowers. He's like, if you yeah. have a superpower, you're uh, a potential combatant, and we're going to come after you. Like, unsanctioned superhero activity for those under the age of twenty-one. Well, no, that was what the that already happened. Oh, that, that already happened. Yeah, and then now he's saying. Like he's creating his own this version is, for uh, all of superhuman or commits acts of destructive vigilantism will be charged as a threat. Yes. So it's specifically like Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but like, but to, and like, to but do that in people. New York City, like, I know he's trying to crush Daredevil, but it's like the implications that it has all in of his Marvel enemies. New it's, York City. It's like, okay, that's like a lot of really powerful it's, fucking it's, dudes. It's Spider Man. Yeah. It's Daredevil. It's the Luke Fantastic it's, Four. It's yeah, yeah a they lot be, of the Avengers. They're in space a lot. <laughs> but, but, yeah. But, but yeah, how hard. many times? And they, they're you not know, in it that much, but like they will come up for sure, I think. But like, and, yeah, and it has big implications. King Kingpin has the same argument that, um, you know, J. Jordan Jameson has, where he's like, yeah. well, if we didn't have the superheroes, there Ooh, wouldn't be so many supervillains. <laughs> and it's like, okay, fucking. Uh, Two face, like, like that's this, that's that's <laughs> right. Harvey Dent's argument against Batman too. Like, I, like we get it, but also you're an idiot. And, you say uh, that's, just, that's just coming from someone who's had to replace a glass door twelve too many times. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, man, uh, fuck these superheroes. Kinda, yeah, uh, I think he's mostly doing it just like because Daredevil was just such a dick to him. Yeah, honestly, like, he doesn't actually want to. Like, I don't think he cares that much. He just wants to like fucking take Daredevil down because he's just being such a yeah, dick. he's just he's just sick of his shit. He's just um, t- I'm like I, I'm gonna figure out who you are, and I'm gonna put you in a jail cell forever, you piece of shit. I'm gonna find out what your favorite ice cream is, and I'm gonna make it illegal to make it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fuck that. you in yeah. particular. Um, I really like how like they go around and they start like interviewing different people, and it's like the news, and it's just like yeah, they go to Tony Stark, and he's like, I've been down this road before. It's like we know, bitch, <laughs> we know. Yeah. 
We've yeah, been well, it progresses the story pretty quickly, too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, you we know, basically then we get, get the, the magistrate and flat, slash yeah, Thunderbolts the, again. The Thunderbolts units, which is, you know, like Dark Rain slash Siege. Yeah, like yeah. that's, you know, like, yeah, we're getting that whole thing. And then, yeah, they, they interview Storm and she's just like, I don't give a shit what you mortals are yeah. doing. Krakoa, <laughs> the laws of Krakoa have no, pay no mind to uh, your bullshit. We have diplomatic immunity. It's just like. Yeah. Yeah, you try yes, to arrest man. us, fucking good luck. It's like, bitch, we yeah. own a whole planet. Like, fuck off. Well, I just like it's great because very predictably, all of the villains sign up to be fucking Thunderbolts oh, to take course. in all the heroes, and it just instantly turns into that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, so they the, the first person they arrest is Moon Knight, and it's like Rhino and U.S. Agent and uh, Scream, and like all these people are trying to take her down. Uh, and, and then like, like Lady Electro. Sort of like a lady no, it's, it's just Electro now. That's the new Electro. It's oh, Electro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, okay, so they're Electro, but it's just, it's a woman now. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. It's Got like it. new version of Electro. Um, I haven't. I'm yeah, I don't. I, that's a fairly old villains. character now at this point. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So um, it turns out how much I read that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but then we cut to uh, Miles trying to save uh, a bunch of people from a burning building, and then like Cap comes to help, and then the, like basically the, the firefighters are like, Thanks for your help. You should go now. Please, you need to leave now. Yeah, I didn't realize that now. was Miles. I, I I was trying to figure out that's what Spider Man that was. Okay, yeah, that's it's a cool suit. It oh, is it's okay. Cool. Uh, I don't I don't like the anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, they're like you <laughs> should get out of here. Yeah. So so then the uh, spray him uh, with the hose. It's like get go <laughs> on. Get. And then the uh, the Thunderbolts agents are are like okay yeah you're under arrest and they tase the fuck out of Miles and Cap is like uh respectfully fuck you uh i'm not yeah. going anywhere i'm yeah. gonna save these people from these buildings and you can kill me if you if you think so yeah you can, uh you think i'm not gonna do that you can uh, suck my star stripe bangled <laughs> dick my 100 year old yeah <laughs> suck all of this shit uh but yeah and then in the process of that daredevil electra and uh you know og spider daredevil come- daredevil Daredevil, Daredevil and Spider-Man. Daredevil, Daredevil. (laughs) Um, And then they just go into the sewers, which I think is hilarious because it's like, they saw you go into the sewers, man. (laughs) Like, they're like, we'll lay low here for a while. It's like, okay. (laughs) The sewers still exist, though. Like, they could probably find you. I thought Um, this next part was like the biggest, like, oh, fuck. The FF? Yeah. Yeah. So so next yeah. we go to the Baxter building and a bunch of fucking suits are trying to like issue a warrant for their arrest and like seizure of all of Reed's technology. And they're like, but you know, there's some shit going on you, up in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. 100% like uh, every single thing in that lab is a weapon of mass destruction. Like, yeah, like or, every yeah, or could one. be in some yeah. fashion. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So Reed's like, you're not touching shit. And before he can even finish his sentence, fucking Doc Ock snatches him up and you know doc ock wants to get in that laboratory and so throws that's, power dampeners on him yep yeah and, and then immediately always power dampeners man always Such power the dampeners. plot device the power dampener and yeah. as they're as they're getting arrested they they alert um ben and uh and johnny upstairs who are with the, and kids. the kids and yeah. then immediately as they're figuring out what's happening cops come in and start shooting and and finn's like you shouldn't have shot at children and just starts fucking I'm gonna, clobbering yeah, I'm everybody beat the shit out of you now <laughs> like, oh, they also well, fucked you- up his sandwich so that looked like it was going to be an awesome yeah, fucking good. sandwich <laughs> yeah <laughs> So they they haul ass on the fan, fantastic car. So like at least Ben, Johnny, uh, and the kids are are safe. 
Um, and then we yeah. cut to Luke and, and Jess, uh, Jessica Jones, are, and they're like just kind of walking down the street, and they're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna lay low for a while, play cool. Like, you know, this is why we don't we don't wear costumes. We just, you know, we do our shit, and we're fine." And then as that happens, like a bus blows up, and like, what are you gonna do? Not help the people on the bus? Um, turns out it was uh, Shocker in the process of arresting Darkhawk. Uh, so they just have a really public fight in which, like, Luke Cage says to a bunch of people filming, like, "You, if you want me to stop, you better come and fucking find me. Dude, like, his Luke speech Cage, is so like good. So, so much good. for laying low in f- New Jersey, am I right? Yeah, right? <laughs> well, like, he beats the fuck out of Shocker, and then I lo- oh, <laughs> yeah, then he does that spe- speech, and then Jessica's like, did you have to? He's like... Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm sorry, kinda. but yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I did. Sorry. Like, you know, it's like, all right, we'll figure it out. Yeah, because basically he's like, we're New Yorkers. You New Yorkers help. I don't give a shit if I have powers or not. I'm going to help people. And yeah. if Mayor Fisk doesn't like that, he can stop me. He, he can if he wants he to stop me he try. can try to do it himself yeah like yeah. i like uh, how luke cage is one of those like really powerful dudes that no one really kind of fucks with like but like yeah like what what's fist gonna do to him like you know what i mean throw power dampeners on him and put him in fucking rikers island does I guess? that work when you're like been like genetically modified like i don't know you know what i don't saying? know like, I he don't just, know how the he's just super strong and has impenetrable skin i don't know if it'll even power work. dampeners seem to work on no matter who they put the bond it's <laughs> it, like <laughs> it's, i, I, I have such a problem with power dampeners power I, dampeners I, are just dos ex machina you know it's yeah. just the convenient trope that we need you, to make you, the story work you need to make this plausible you need them yeah. in, in order yeah. to to like really raise the stakes to that point you gotta have power dampeners yeah, it's the only enough. way to do it um, and then we cut to uh, there was in the in the last couple issues of Daredevil we've seen the new kingpin that's been rising to power in Mayor Fisk's absence because he's being mayor and trying to trying to play it straight. It's actually legitimately go straight, yeah. Yeah, and the person coming up in that power vacuum is his son. It's Butch. Uh, yeah, he just fucking killed some bitch to take it too. yeah yeah he he killed the uh i forget her name but yeah I can't like remember the, her name the uh <laughs> the person that Fisk Izzy appointed, something basically. Other. Yeah. yeah exactly um yeah and and they've been kind of playing coy acting like it's they don't know that they're each other's father and son you know vice versa they haven't um, just addressed it like they very much no, but it's it's left been unspoken because he's like his illegitimate son right because he yeah. like he tried yes. to bring back his his uh vanessa and his real son but this is like his illegitimate son that I he kind so, of yes. abandoned yeah. um so they have a very tense conversation uh that doesn't go very well and then we find out that uh tony stark is gonna run for fucking mayor so that's cool uh <laughs> i mean honestly why did he idea. wait so long yeah i mean yeah. yeah but like it seems like a very like logical progression well, of his if character. If anyone's going to do it to stand up on that side, you need someone who's charismatic enough. Oh, but also he literally has limitless money. He has all of the money in the world. And, and also, he already bought Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, once. exactly. That's what I was going like, to say. Like Daredevil already went to him to be like, hey, yeah. can you buy all of this to keep uh, <laughs> anyone else from he, buying it? So he's he already, in the already game. looks good on a t-shirt. So like you've got that yeah. on your side. Yeah, yeah. Who's not going to vote for Tony Stark? Even yeah. if he so he's got a good, um, yeah, he's our, and he's like you say, he's very invested in this particular. And, and yeah, he's on the good now. side of this version of Civil War, so yeah, that's kind of nice. True. He's got baby <laughs> face energy going into this, like uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and then, yeah, so uh, Otto is up to some shit in the lab. He's got some, like, portal He's immediately just like, yeah, I'm going to open up a portal somewhere, guys. <laughs> see you guys later. He's like, yeah, Yo, let's bye. open up the far gate. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, see ya. <laughs> um, and then we see, uh, this is probably, like, the most important part of this issue to me is... Dude, uh, this fucking so King Kingpin crazy. got Purple Man out of prison, and is basically like, okay, I know you're somehow involved. I don't know how, this has your fingerprints you, all over it, but I don't yeah. know how you fucking um, did this shit. You did this, and I don't know how, but I'm gonna figure it out. And he basically like didn't he say? <laughs> didn't he tell him that? I think he told him that that Kilgrave's kid did it or some shit, or maybe he. T- oh no, he told Captain America and all them yeah exactly yeah Um, anyway sorry yes yeah yeah daredevil told everyone as he's like this is all my fault that's what they were talking about when they were in the series like this is all my fault my bad maybe i should just turn myself in and everyone's like no that's dumb then they'll just have you and keep doing all this shit you won't be here to help us if you just turn yourself in again um so yeah so uh basically kingpin talks to kilgrave and he's like yo people have me People have me mistaken for somebody who just got powerful because I'm big and strong, but really my power is my leverage over people, secret identities, forbidden trysts, cover-ups, you know, that kind of shit. And, uh, yeah, your file, you don't have anyone. Like, you don't, you have no upper hand. You don't have, I can't, I can't manipulate you. All you, everyone you've ever been around fucking hates you because you're a horrible rapist. Um, yeah, even your kids fucking hate you. And want yeah, to kill exactly. You. And then as he lets, he, so he has Kilgrave in this like tube that keeps him from using his powers on him. So he opens up the tube and as Kilgrave is about to be like, you should kill yourself. He just like chokes him up and like probably kills him. Rips like, his purple oh, ass definitely apart. kills him. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's definitely dead. And I'm guessing he's figured out a way to use his power to, to like take, extrude to, yeah. his power from his yeah. dead corpse. So now he'll have some kind of well, because he's talking about like, yeah, you can't. Your power's never worked on me. My will is too strong. Yeah, and like, and what a, what a squandered yeah. gift. Perhaps time someone more worthy possessed it. And yeah, for I a better world. And then it's him with Fisk for president posters. I'm like, uh, this it's not is him. All very no, it's bad. not him. That's the Strowmans deciding that they're gonna. Oh, put yeah. Fisk up for president. He's doing something else, but they're like, "Oh, let's have fun and have Fisk run for president." Oh my god! So they got different end games going. I also yeah. learned that the Purple Man bleeds purple. That's pretty fucked up and weird. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> what did you expect it to be? I don't know, man. I thought his skin was purple. I didn't think everything about it was purple. <laughs> Everything's purple. Is he grape um, flavored? He, like, he's what? like that. He's like that weird Heinz ketchup that they used to make. Yeah, yeah. 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 and that's. And that's Shit how that's best. how Kingpin gets the powers. He just drinks the great flavor. He just drinks the flavor yeah. aid. Yeah, no. exactly. Oh boy, I see. What <laughs> that's how it works, there. man. Yeah, uh, I guess he knows some. He's yeah. Maybe he just wants to kill him anyway. But it sounds seems like, like he's like trying he's, to take his uh, power. It might have something to do with Otto open up that portal. Like that might have yeah. some. Yeah, no, but uh, there, yeah. No, this it feels like. Uh, there's already, so much happened in this already issue. a more nuanced and more moving parts version of civil war right and then it's already you already have the the villains are the heroes like you got your fucking you know harry osborne being the fucking uh i think it's just like captain a, Amer- or the iron man you it's know just, like it's tighter right it's just yeah. really centralized on new york instead of it trying to be like much bigger so you're kind of getting all of it in this condensed version yeah and, and in that in that way i think it's better like it's 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 way tighter it's way and, and yeah what they're setting up here too is like 
Tony is going to be like, okay, well, I'm going to run for mayor, and then he'll probably win. He'll definitely win. And then Fisk is like, all right, well, fuck that. I'm going to be the president and fuck you. The weird thing about this whole thing, this whole run, is Fisk has been mayor, but like, he's a good mayor. So like, that's like legitimately trying to do the right thing. He's like legitimately a good mayor. So like, the the Tony Stark's gonna win a foregone conclusion is like not as clear as it would have been. Like and, and they made also, a point to say like Fisk is like actually trying to do good and be and be a good mayor. It's very interesting. Yeah, but him him instituting this like uh anti superhero thing just because he's got a fucking it's gonna grudge, be very split. That, yeah, he still can't makes control him, himself. Yeah, and then him yeah. fighting against a literal superhero for the seat yeah. is like that. That makes that a little bit. But like you said, he may an just say fuck dynamic. it. And they get go for president. And, and or if he has those fucking superpowers, he can just go on air and say vote for me, and then literally every yeah, single person will vote for him. <laughs> so true. it's a yeah. I think he's gonna do it for something else because he says he's in in his end game, and I don't think his end game involves that. Yeah, I don't think he cares about that power as much as he cares about taking down Daredevil and doing his own shit. And I think like, he's gonna use it to reverse the thing that the Killgrave kids did. I think that, and then maybe. set everything back. I think that's what he wants to do. Yeah, I think he just wants he doesn't to care about anybody emotionally else. and physically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys want to talk about some Batman? Sure. Batman, Batman. literally Batman, multiple Batmans. Batman. Uh, yeah, Bat and crew. <laughs> uh, Batman 118 by Josh Williamson, Jorge Molina, Mikhail Yanin, and to- Tomeo Mori. All right, we're we're on the new Batman writer, guys. Tynan's run has been wrapped up for the most part. I think there's like one more Fear State thing that comes out. Unless that all came out already. I think it all came out. Fear State's all done. And everyone's fucking partying, man. (laughs) Um, And Batman doesn't know what to do. Because everyone's happy. But there's still crime. So he has to go intimidate some motherfuckers. (laughs) Still crime. Batman bedtime story. Yeah, (laughs) Batman. There was still crime. (laughs) Well, he just like... I like there's these people like want to rob to take advantage of everyone being happy and he literally just stands and stares at them and they run away in fear and Barbara's like arrest like, us please please arrest yeah. us and Barbara's like Batman. you like that didn't you he's like what are you talking about it's like you just like scaring people like it's fine <laughs> it's, you, you, it's, it's okay um, but like yeah everyone's like partying like you need to relax like take the night off it's like yo it's been a fucking crazy couple months like some crazy shit has happened you were infected with like weird slugs that made you evil like <laughs> there's some fucking superman shit you had to deal with you had rick grayson like it's been a crazy couple weeks like, like maybe couple go months. have yourself a nice bath bomb and yeah you know <laughs> but um so now like yeah so but luckily there's still crime at always the billionaire's crime. ball at the billionaire's ball and oh my uh barbara's like are you jealous you didn't get invited it's like even if i did it i don't want to fucking go but Maybe a little. I feel like maybe a little he is. Because <laughs> he can't go. Because he's not a billionaire anymore. How much do you want to bet he would show up in his, like, Batman gear as Bruce oh, 100%, Wayne? Oh, 100%. Because it's it would a- be tough. Yeah, because <laughs> as we learned, the theme is villains of Gotham. Yeah. Which leads to a very fun next couple of pages. Because <laughs> the whole point is we feel like there's some actual criminals trying to rob all these people. But they're yeah. all dressed up as the marquee villains which is fucking someone <laughs> someone would have definitely gone up to him if he was dressed as batman and be like oh i get it batman's the real villain of gotham he's like no God yeah yeah damn exactly. it or like in <laughs> that wrong. situation everyone would know right away that he was bruce 
Yeah, right. Yes. Oh, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, cause, like, that he would, would he be Bruce, would be This costume looks great. Because he would be walking around, like, as Bruce Wayne. Like, you know how he, right. like, kind of changes his voice and oh, posture and everything else? And he would, oh, Bruce, like, I who could, are you? Oh, I yeah, could Bruce, see that. Yeah, exactly. I could see that happening to Superman, like, 100%. Be yeah. like, oh, Clark, <laughs> nice Superman costume. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, yes, yep, yep. <laughs> especially, especially all the billionaires being like, oh, my God, this costume is so authentic. Where did, yeah. who made it? It. He's yeah. like, I'm a billionaire. I, you know, like. <laughs> so he shows up, um, and the main guy is like, uh, it's fire, fire. I don't know if it's like an actual, if it's actually Firefly or what. Oh, it's, it's it's actual Firefly. It's actual Firefly. Well, I mean, he's but got he, an actual flamethrower and everything. Yeah, he's trying to rob everybody, like along with. But he's, um, you know, with like Two Face is one of his other crew. He's got a. There's a Joker. A, Those a people might be in costume. Some those of them are in costume. Those, He's like scanning all of them. It's yeah. it's pretty great. But he, <laughs> but then all of a sudden, a killer croc comes out of nowhere and just <laughs> punches the fuck out of him, <laughs> and just starts beating the shit out of Two Face and like this fucking guy, and then the Joker. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> My oh, favorite guy Batman was the Riddler, <laughs> by the way. And, oh yeah, the Riddler. Sorry. <laughs> My no, favorite Batman villain. <laughs> this fucking guy. This fucking guy. Who's this but fucking like, guy? Out of the question, just, guy. I want to make an action figure that's just random Batman villain. This, yeah, this fucking but there's guy. just such. Yeah, there's just great lines like you know the joke. Uh, the Riddler's like, "What's green and red all over?" And it's my fist, and it's Killer Croc just punching him <laughs> right in the fucking face. <laughs> um, and then eventually he gets torched by Firefly, and we see it's um, it's actually Bat. Somehow he was able to put a Killer Croc costume over his Bat gear. It's a yet another reference to my favorite episode of. Uh, the Batman the Animated Series because it's it's the almost yeah, got him episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's so he, ridiculous. He, he just had that in mothballs from that episode. He just yeah. wanted to cosplay. Yeah, oh, I just yeah. love so that he had good. he had that at a moment's notice. Yeah, he had that ready to fucking go. He keeps um, it in the back of the Batmobile if he ever needs to make an almost got him <laughs> reference. <laughs> king of beers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice King of Beers cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is this is a great action because we because of this party we get a, a small little snippets of him fighting like the greatest hits because then he fights Joker a Joker I should say yeah um, yeah there's no way that's the Joker right because the yeah. Joker is like no these are all very they're other people dressed the up Joker as is in like Belize or Paris yeah or he's off right doing now. some crazy shit yeah <laughs> yeah he wouldn't just be ro- like he wouldn't be doing petty crime like robbing the billionaires no. club like he's years past that at this point yeah yeah i think yeah. the only and real night- villain is firefly which and he is, just hired a bunch of goons which makes sense exactly. because it's yep. firefly exactly yeah mm-hmm. um but somehow there's a almost real um mr freeze gun that this one person oh. has um and he uses it to freeze firefly's gun and actually beat and actually defeat them all and obviously immediately as kind of <laughs> we were adam alluded to like everyone just thinks it's entertainment like oh yeah. my god it's the best this is the best it's yeah. ever been this is incredible it's like it's like that bit at the end of uh turtles 2 just look at yeah. those costumes yeah um and then at the end uh, a little girl dressed up as punchline wants to get his autograph <laughs> and he he signs it with a little bat logo it would have been <laughs> so funny if he signed it bruce wayne <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry, uh, can I have that back? Uh, I didn't mean that. That's you just see real. him crumple it up and throw it over his shoulder. Just yeah. like, let me try again. Uh, Listen, I don't have any of my autographs with me, but this, there's this guy I know named Bruce. 
<laughs> got plenty I am of his autographs to sign his checks. I, so. I sell his autographs. Do you, do you think that uh, Bruce Wayne ever accidentally signs a little bat logo? <laughs> when he's right down his yeah. Has a bat stamp. Yeah. <laughs> so after that, he's talking to Barbara, and this was like kind of nice. This is kind of like the nice segue into the next, the rest of the book, and kind of like, hey, you know, they're gonna establish this. This is all part of the thing. We'll take care of it. And he's like, you know, Batman's like, I'm not used to Gotham celebrating me. Like, that's normally not something we do. And it's like, this is not the first time that that's happened. Like, how do you normally, what did you normally do? How did you, after you solved a big case? And it kind of has this montage of him just being with his family. Like, he's one with, um, with, with Jim, one with Dick, one with, uh, Selena, Superman, and Alfred, and like, all of them are gone. Like none of them are around anymore, really, because they're all kind of doing their own thing. So he doesn't really know and or what dead. to and or dead, and he doesn't really know what to do. And Barbara was like, "Look, just you have us still. Like you don't have to be alone. You don't have to brood by yourself. Like yeah, Dick's bringing home breakfast. Come hang out with far, us, you whiny baby. Yeah, come come hang come have breakfast with us, and we're gonna be good. But then he sees this. He says, "Oracle, I'm gonna go dark for forty hours because he sees this blimp." billboard um where he sees all of the shoot uh, a lot of the batman incorporated batman uh from a while back from the morrison run i like man uh, of convicted of (laughs) man of bats is good convicted of murder so he's like uh all right well gonna go figure that out (laughs) so he hops on a plane real quick and goes and um immediately just inserts himself and starts investigating um and scares the living shit out of a local cop who's about to touch some goo. It's like, don't touch that. She's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but basically figures out that there's some kind of person that the um shoot, what do they call themselves? The villain is called Abyss, but the Club of Heroes is all these Batman these speci- Incorporated? No, the these specific Batman are like the Club of Heroes. It's like a specific group of heroes that was in the Morrison run that like there was a bunch of different adventures. Like they're not they're all Batman Inc., but like they were something before that. Oh, he kind right. of recruited them f- so with those particular because uh, they're not all bat themed people. Right? Yeah, one yeah, of them's yeah. like the hood, uh, the other one's El Gaucho, the Dark Ranger, like there's other heroes, right? And they kind of are enlisted by Batman. And he's like, no, just looking around, like they they definitely killed this dude. <laughs> I just don't know why. Um they were all definitely influenced by me and everything. We're all part of it, but right now they must be working for someone else because Bruce Wayne's money ran out. So I don't know who the fuck's paying them. So obviously our other favorite bil- DC billionaire just like Hey guys, I'm Lex Luthor. I'm paying for everything. What's up, guys? <laughs> Fucking Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking obviously, I'm the money behind this. So all of Batman's old crew and like kind of friends in that level throughout the world are now being financed by Luthor and potentially um, doing his bidding. So that's not great. Great way to kick off a new arc of Batman, though. Great yeah. way to really fucking go for it. I love it. And and definitely gr- good to get him out of Gotham for a minute. <laughs> yeah, Gotham we just had just some insane like- shit happen down there, so we're kind of digging in the crates a little bit, you know, getting outside of Gotham, really branching out to those other Batman lore. So it was, I think it was a great 
kickoff issue for Williams. I wish he had excited. eaten bagels, though. It's my only complaint. I wish, he had <laughs> g- I wish he had gotten those bagels. Yeah, he's going to be hungry. Sometimes I just want Batman to get his bagels. You know he never eats his bagels. I know. You know that. He's, he's so picky, you know? It's got to be the perfect bagel. Dick I mean, makes little bad ears for them. And he's like, oh man, <laughs> he's going to love this. I did it again. And Barbara's like, you know he's not coming. Damn it. It makes me sad. <laughs> it's like a Christmas a carol do- with Batman. Yeah. The dog just ends up eating all of the bagels every time. Oh, well, oh, that's good, fair. Good for him. What a good boy. <laughs> no, it was really good. I, you know, obviously the Tynan run was awesome, um, but I, they, they did so much Gotham-centric stuff. It was cool to kind of see Batman kind of go on a trip again. Uh, yeah, and, I think, and I think get some of these other characters back. One of the hardest things about writing Batman, I think, is like how much can one city take? And that was the whole point of Fear State was like right. we're gonna evolve the city because it's been through so much goddamn yeah. trauma. It's just like can yeah. we just can things be calm? Can they can just everyone like, just uh, break? Can everyone just go to work and have? <laughs> can those, we just like, go play baseball? <laughs> yeah. Maybe once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. Yeah, so I think it's that's a definitely a good call by Williamson because if he just went right back into another full-on Gotham's wide emergency it's like it would have been a lot yeah you need a breather every now and then. yeah and these are some great characters to bring in like I said they they you know I I remember them from the Morris run I don't know if they really pop up much other but that's that's, yeah, where that's I remember them that's the most. pretty much right yeah Batman yeah. Inc is really the only place that I know these dudes from but yeah, yeah. there's like this whole like murder mystery arc well, um, in the Morrison run with like the club of heroes specifically with, with Damien and shit, it's pretty interesting. Well, Batman China is from New Superman, right? Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. That book is awesome. Very underrated. Yeah, definitely a super underrated title from DC. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't really have a good segue, <laughs> but... Um, Adam's just over here. Batman is not in this book. We're yeah. going on location. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is uh, this is Silver Coin number seven by Rom V and Michael Walsh. Oh, Batman's definitely not in this book. Yeah, Batman no. is nowhere near. Yo, Rom V Batman would be some wild shit, that but that's be. that's a different comic. But <laughs> it's a different conversation. Uh, I was I was really excited to get the Rom V issue of Silver Coin. Yeah. Also, we kind of answer a question that we sort of asked a couple times throughout this run of what would happen if someone put this coin in a slot machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Turns out it would just give itself to somebody. You're right. fucked. Yeah, That's, you are yeah. completely fucked. Well, Jeff Lemire yeah. answered my question with, what happens if someone ate the silver coin? <laughs> so, you know, we're, eventually someone will get to all their questions about the silver coin. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's pretty great. So yeah, that's where that's where we open, is uh, someone getting this the silver coin out of a slot machine. Yep. And this guy's like a, like a deadbeat gambler who's on... Like every casinos do not even let in the door list, but this is a new Uh casino and they don't know what a shithead he is. So now he's going on a tear, like just into the high stakes room and everything else with just this coin giving him all this luck. I love that when he wins the coin, the slots have the eye. Yeah. They Uh have the the coin as the thing that that, like he matches up and just like "Ah, that's fucking. You win one cursed coin. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well kind of fits like the theme of the casino too, because it's like the Zampaco, so it's almost like an Aztec theme type casino. It's one hundred percent an Aztec theme. That's like the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's not as out of place as it is in like some of the other spots we've that, seen. That it. coin could have easily gone to a cigarette addicted grandma. Could have been. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but th- so there's this kind of like th- through plot of like this this old timer sitting at the bar talking about like you know how Vegas is this city of replicas of other places, and there's this mm. big Aztec temple mm-hmm. like this casino looks like a big aztec temple and he's going yeah, it's on a ziggurat yeah he's going on about the kind of sacrifices that used to take place and you know how that became a tradition and and all of that and, and it's it's that spliced into this cowboy looking dude winning big all over this casino and there's one particular point where he's talking about how like Back when they used to dis- make the decision of who was going to be sacrificed, the sacrifice partied it up. Like, got to got to have all the sex and all the wine and mm-hmm. all of that that they want. Yeah, and then, and like, it's also kind of about how we've twisted the tale of like, you know, oh, the the sacrifice is a bad thing, but it was kind of like an honor. And they, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. People they almost people put volunteered. themselves up to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. some people volunteered. It the gods themselves even sacrificed. Yeah themselves for yeah for it wasn't these types it wasn't things, the yeah. barbarism that like western out to be yeah. modern yeah. culture has turned it into be it was it was a spiritual experience that people like would volunteer for because they were honored yeah exactly and then there's this wild splash page of just sex <laughs> well even before that after we, he tells his friend to fuck off yeah, yeah he, he he's like he's calling his wife and being like we're finally gonna make it honey like i got i'm up this oh, much man she's that like, was okay brutal. just be safe yeah she yeah. was like yeah sure well no yeah. that, that was after that all was the after that was after <laughs> yeah that was that was after Ooh. you know coming down off of all of that he goes i should probably Ooh. check it with my wife i guess i just yeah he because yeah had sex he's, with he's a making dozen women yeah, since he's making all the money, obviously the hotel's like, alright, we're gonna go take care of the high roller, so he's getting all this shit for free, yeah. and all that stuff. Tells his friend to fuck off. Yeah, because his friend's like, come on, we've been down this road before, just cash out, you have, like, yeah. can I Can I get my cut now. at least? Like, yeah. 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 Yeah, he tells him to fuck off, and then by, by then, he's in, like, the high stakes room, still winning like crazy, because he's got the coin. And then, yeah, he's calls- He's making a shitload of money. Calls his wife and is like, look, shit's about to change for us, like, I got this. Yeah, dude. Some of these, like, like this, that big splash here that you're talking about, it kind of sh- obviously, like, they're just fucking like crazy. But it starts like kind of alluding to, like, it starts piecing there, some of the, the couple, stories together. Yeah, there's a couple yeah. uh, um, uh, panels of like the sacrificee kind of going to their doom, and there's like being held down, and the guy with like the tiny <sighs> knife, and then and then it it turns to him being held down, yeah. like our yeah. main character here, and then he wakes up. So it yeah, was it was yeah. like part of it, it integrated into his dream. I thought that it was, was really, really cool. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, it's kind of fucked up that like sometimes the coin is just like e- turns a person evil and corrupts them or sometimes it gives them just a bounty of good luck until it fucks them over like to the last moment. Yeah. It it, it definitely has its own it's got <laughs> it's got an agenda sometimes for yeah. sure other than just bloodlust like, well, like I would also cuz like this I would one, also argue well, 
I would argue that this one, it turned him into an asshole because he immediately told his friend to go fuck off and he just cheated on his wife with like 10 women yeah. or whatever. So like, it's not, he's not completely absolved of the, of the coin but, turning him sure. into but, a but he's still getting I feel like he was, th- I feel like he was that way anyway. Like, it just, possibly. It, th- it yeah. just ramps up your id. Yeah. yeah. And you just, yeah. you just kind of lose control a little bit. So then, yeah. so then the next day he gets a call from a hotel manager and is like, look, the, the guy wants to see you like, you know, this is a rare the thing. Guy. You should, you the, should be yeah, happy. You get to go to the top. You're going to the very top of this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Has and he goes all the way to the top, and he meets this old timer who you know has been kind of feeding the 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 subplot throughout this. And this is just basically, he was like, "All right, well, let's play one more game." Uh, and he flips the coin. He's like, "Call it in the air." He calls heads. It lands tails, and. Pulls yeah. the dude's heart Exit out and is. eats it. <laughs> yeah, it turns out he um, might have been the sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely was. Yeah, he just pulled him apart. Yeah. And then threw and him then, off the top of the building. Yep. And yeah, then there's like this crowd of people too. partying at the bottom. Like, this shit is wild, man. Yeah. And then he yeah. immediately, like, he knows what the coin is. And he tosses it back into the... The loot of coins. Yeah. yeah. And he says something specifically to the coin. He says, hello, brother. Yeah. But that's yeah. just like, that's the part of the, the story he was referencing. Right. I think this is there. He's something just like this coin is. Oh, I didn't yeah, think about said, it that he way. He says, you'll have to wait a while yet before we meet the bloody end. He says. We meet at, yeah, exactly. So like. This was purposeful. I think this sacrifice is part of something else. At least that's how I read it. But like, who knows? Because this coin's going to go somewhere else next issue, so we may never fucking find out. <laughs> I just I, read it like I was like, oh shit! I thought that like, was this just part dude, of the biblical reference or whatever he was, whatever reference he was making. I think that's part of it. But like, why this dude like ate this dude's fucking heart too? So like, this dude ate some random guy. He did. Yeah, he got pretty I read it. <laughs> I read it as uh, this guy is just feeding into the mythology of the casino that he owns. And like he he made it a ziggurat on purpose so that he could be the Aztec god of his own little world. Oh, and I think he was someone that's been a god and making these sacrifices for hundreds of years. That's how I read it. Mm. And and that's interesting. I feel like either deliver it. Either one like works. Either one works perfectly. Yeah. Or, and that's just the beauty of Rom V. Or th- yeah. this guy's just oh he's a psycho and he's in possession of the coin and this is how he's using the coin. Is just he just or puts it every every once in a while he'll put it into oh, maybe, one yeah. of his own slot machines and see yeah. who wins it and then could be more than one coin too. Yeah. Ooh. We don't know. Also that's like at the end of slot machine the we get the bookend of the slot machines. Yeah. Yeah. His head is in the is in there now instead of the coin. I think it's fucking great. I love how they do that with a lot of these. That that symmetry they do with the yeah, um, yeah like the kid being the video in the video game. game. One, yeah. yeah, this is the first time that like the coin kind of stays in the same area that it ends up uh, starting in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is interesting. Maybe how this will is it where escape it that stops, cycle? Like. 
Because, like I said, what if it's what if this is the way this guy uses the coin? Is he just uses yeah, it to destroy people through? Well, his we slot know it machines. doesn't. If it is the same coin, we know it doesn't stop there because Lemire's takes place like a thousand years in the future. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, but, all these kind of take place in different time because it's not clear. I also think we're thinking uh, way too much about this. Well, because the next issue is going to completely. That's what's so yeah, great about this book, 60s. though, is like we never get a solid answer, and it's like yeah. the 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 fun game of trying to answer those questions ourselves until is we get part um, of the fun of this book. Zack Snyder's the silver yeah. coin. No, we don't. We do not need. <laughs> yeah, we don't need the Snyder cut of the silver coin. No, thank well, you. I just gonna be great. Like every time we, I th- I'm hoping that these, uh, I'm hoping that Michael Walsh is picking these people based on hit them asking him questions. Yo, does the coin do X? And he's like, <laughs> not sure. Write an issue about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You tell, you tell me, and I'll draw you it tell for me. you. Yeah. And and he is kind of Michael Walsh is kind of steering the narrative because like he yeah. wrote the one issue that was like the origin story so maybe he writes another story about this guy or yeah he something seems to like future. he's like kicking off these arcs yeah yeah, yeah. so I think they're definitely tied because like I think the next one's Rosenberg Woo. um but I think he wrote the first one of this like of both sets or first and last one of both sets but it's really great to see this type of anthology yeah um because you can get all this talent and we can have a completely different conversation about the same thing. I also like that it kind of flips the script a little bit because usually it's like, it's like one writer and a bunch of different artists, but to be one artist with different writers each time is really cool. The aesthetic is very cohesive. I think it makes it easier to read a little bit, right? It doesn't really feel like an anthology in that way. Kind of like Ice Cream Man. Yeah, It feels more connected. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot like Ice Cream Man. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all want to do some shout-outs? Shout-outs. Sure. sure. Woo! My shout-out is Dark Knights of Steel number two by Tom Taylor, Yasmin Poutry, uh, Purdy, and Arif Prianto. I feel like I would enjoy this book so much if I had like a little legend of like every DC character. <laughs> oh, because there's definitely how- characters Wait. like I don't know, and I'm like I think I know. Who that I mean, is, they're but all I'm not 100. We we do have yeah. one of those, and his name is RJ. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, once once they went to like the other kingdom, I'm like they lost me real quick. It's just Black Lightning's family. <laughs> yeah, it's Black yeah. Lightning. Well, I don't. Come on. I don't his know name his is family. Jefferson Pierce. <laughs> yeah, I, well, he like I get that, but like I don't know his kids. <laughs> his kids are also anyway, superheroes sorry. in DC. I have learned this now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. It's fine. Uh, no, I just think it's cool that they're doing, they're able to do that with this. Right. So Dark Knights of Steel yeah. is DC's medieval fantasy um, story. And last issue, we learned that Superman and Batman are actually brothers. And Gasp. Yep. And uh, Jor-El Ow. got, uh, got murked, got, right, got right through the eye. Yeah. Ollie put one right through the skull. Um, so they capture Ollie, and uh, we find out that there's like this other kingdom that is Black Lightning, and there's a he started. There's this war now. They they don't like each other because Jor-El's dead, and um, they uh, they need to because they think the Green Man did it. Right, That's the, and I'm assuming that'd be Green Lantern, and they're yes. very clearly part of the. The other kingdom, right? Well, or they're playing each other, playing them against each other. Yeah, it's yeah. It seems that, that he's aligned with with the other kingdom, and that's why they immediately think it was this other person that did it, like the um, King 
Jefferson, whatever his last name is. I can't remember already. Pierce. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. King Pierce. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, the uh, the elves need uh, Supergirl back, who is off. And we finally get to see the Amazons in this world. And she's with yeah. Hippolyta and Deanna. And uh, so they go get her and they tell her that Jor-El is dead. And we learn that Supergirl and Wonder Woman are in a relationship, which rules Mm -hmm. and is like my favorite thing about the book now. Uh, (laughs) I want to. I like how Lois goes all the way there, and then Supergirl just like flies away. It's like you can. (laughs) Can you take me home? Please. Like, can can you give me a very funny? Yeah. Like, come on. (laughs) I I love that they use Lois as the kind of like uh, ambassador like going yeah. going there messenger yeah it's a perfect spot for her in this book i think uh but i hope they explore um that uh wonder woman and supergirl's relationship more and we get yeah. to see more of the the amazon area of the fantasy world um i mean like i also i i think it's interesting that supergirl isn't like it's not our regular supergirl her name is like like zara or something right i or thought it was car La- no it's her name is zara like it's oh. it's not yeah, Zala, the color Zala. Zala, yeah. So it's not, it's not Kara Zor-El or like uh, whatever Power Girl's actual name is. It's like it's a completely new Supergirl that was theoretically conceived on Earth because uh, it's she's she's Clark's sister. So like, because they they like talk about like their parents. So it's not Supergirl the oh. cousin. It's Supergirl the sister. Yeah, so they're all related. Yeah, because they're yeah, all it's siblings. A, maybe it's yeah, um, it's a new. It's a new character. Maybe it's Matrix who was the Supergirl who was Goop. Mm. She was a Goop person, and then she became an angel. <laughs> That's weird. Goop person. That's a weird Goop thing. I, well, I I'm gonna put, go with just a new. Supergirl. That was for three people. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, she learns that it was like, uh, that Joel dies, and that it was the other kingdom. So she goes to fucking murder Black Lightning's kid. Like she like lifts him up and like th- drops him. Yo, and then yo, uh, she was like, f- yeah. And then they tried to hit her, and she's like, Haha, "That's cute." Oh and yeah, he like calls out like, Lightning. Jesus Christ, does nothing. <laughs> she was not fucking around at all. Nope. So yeah, she's not happy. Brutal. Oh, we also. I just want to mention. Um, there's this part where Harley is talking to Bruce and he's like, be quiet. It's like, I don't, I don't, you're not paid to give advice. And she's like, actually I am. I'm paid to consult, uh, and, and, and juggle. Or he's like, yeah, you're just paid to juggle or whatever. And she's like, I'm paid to consult and juggle. You want to, want to watch me juggle and give advice? And she's like juggling. And then it's like, your, your ears don't actually make you threatening. I just want to pat your head and give you (laughs) treats. (laughs) I love Harley in this this, book so much. Harley's great. And in this world, fucking Bruce is just like kind of a, I don't know. I think he's just like Bruce. Magic racist? Oh. Yeah, he's like an authoritarian <laughs> yes man. Because he's got it's, all of the oh. fucking, anyone who has magic in their kingdom, he's locked up. So you kind of get like a who's who because you got like King Shark and all these people locked up yeah. in their the, dungeon. The flash. <laughs> yeah. 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 A, fl- well. a flash at least. Also, yeah. we learned that uh, Amanda Waller is just like in the L kingdom. Yeah. As like a tactician. She's, she's like their council. Yeah. yeah. She's like their war council. It's fucking Which is great. That's awesome. I'm, this is like I, th- this is the one like carryover from Injustice that I really appreciate is that Tom Taylor really 
um, he's like, oh, I'm doing an alternate Earth DC. I'm not just going to use Superman and Batman. Like, I'm going to use everybody. Exactly. Yeah. And Constantine's yeah. in it and everything. Yep. So, uh, as I said, I just need a little, I just need a little legend. Yeah. Yeah. Just text RJ <laughs> next time you read number yeah. three. So. Who the fuck is this? Click. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cool, though. It's fun. I like it. All right. It's a fun and, book. Uh, Real quick, because we are running super long, uh, what's the furthest place from here? Number two by Matt Rosenberg and Tyler Boss. Uh, yeah, this is just, it It builds out the, the world even more. We find out what the market is, and it's just a bombed out old Boston market, which is hilarious. Love it. Uh, no, that's the, that's the cover. It's like yeah, an old yeah, grocery yeah. store, though. Yes, uh, yeah, and uh, we, like, they, they leave to go find Sid, who's, like, the pregnant girl from the first issue, and, like, they end up at the bank, which is why all the kids are wearing pig masks, because they're mm-hmm. bankers, which is hilarious. Yep. Um, they end up, like, finding one of the, like, the, the like, stray pig pig people, and they're like, he's like, take me with you, you're my family now! And they're like, fuck off, kid. Um, and, yeah, you know, then they run you, into yeah. the, the little boys in blue, and they have, like, a prison bus that they just, like, they just get in a, like, a warrior-style fight with them. And this book is... The, 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 the so record store happening. fucking burns down. Oh. Uh, I know, I was so sad. There were three kids in the basement that saved three records, and it's Green Day and two other things that I can't tell I think they, they saved, like, their... Everyone's like um your your record like their your, record yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. they talked about in the first issue well, I, I think that's they all they were able to save record out of there well I, I would later when they go to the market yep, the Hall and Notes record is on the shelf so a bunch Sid of them, has actually. been there yeah really mm-hmm. there's <laughs> um, like yeah I was like oh that yeah because that definitely wasn't on accident yeah, it looks like was... there was like more than one on the shelf at least really. It's just oh, the yeah. angle. Some, it looks it could like just be something. the angle. It might just be the shadow behind it. Yeah, it but yeah, could it's, be, yeah, it's like it's propped but up. That whole notes shelf. record's definitely and, like, there. Proof Rock is standing right there looking at it. Why does he not go like, "Oh my God, Sid was here. This is her record." But anyway, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's That's just really point. fucking cool because it's, it's it's the power dynamics between all the different families are, is really built up, and then uh, since they don't have a fucking place to go anymore, uh, the the banker kid is like oh i know a place and they go to grandma's house which is like an so old is, folks home and so it's, it's an interesting thing they keep talking about is like there's only the strangers have places, allowed things. there's only places that they're allowed to go and yeah. camp out and make a territory so like there's someone's running this shit the strangers are clearly running it but who yeah are whoever they? those people are yeah, yeah. so yeah I, I, I think your theory might be a little bit more uh, have credence. It's either that or this is a really weird post-apocalyptic uh, situation. Like maybe they're aliens or something, you know? Yeah, like, something's in... It feels like it could be the adults just because they're not there, but like someone's in charge of this in some fashion. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so, definitely yeah, rules it, in place. <laughs> yeah, and it continues to be cool as fuck and like simultaneously funny and spooky and just, yeah, it's... Really psyched it's, to yeah, see. Yeah, it's kind of bonkers. Next. Yeah, there's yeah. A, it's you get a lot of issue every time too, which is great. Fuck yeah! But that's probably because it took them forever and a day to put this shit out, so they're just gonna <laughs> get as much as they can. Hell yeah! So uh, tune in next week when we talk about Inferno, guys. Yeah, that'll be kidding. a separate episode. <laughs> no, uh, let's do it. Top story time. Holy! Fuck f- yeah. Um, well, we get to uh, yeah, nothing happens. Inferno. So <laughs> not, not one little thing. We no. get lots of um. Yo, all the questions that we had during Hawksbox specifically about Cypher and Krakoa have been answered. I it's almost like this, they man. knew. It's like it's, they knew. 
Well, yeah, so we it, basically get the the what happened when <laughs> after Xavier dropped Cipher off on Krakoa. <laughs> yeah, and because like, yeah. you well, number one, you knew Cipher wasn't alone because as I pointed out in like Hawkspox number one, and I'm like, oh look, Warlock is on Cipher's arm, and we haven't seen much of Warlock since. Like he pops up every once in a yeah. while, but he's not like ever present. Well, he was, turns out he was Doug Sword. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. It turns but, out he's turn- ever present. He is completely <laughs> ever present, and like him and Krakoa have this symbiotic relationship, where like in order for Krakoa to feed, he's feeding on Warlock because, and then Warlock at is at the beginning. Feeding, but yeah, on the but, beginning, that's how they got Krakoa to grow and manifest, and that's how as he fed more and more on this and gained power, that's when you get the fruits. They can make the the all the houses. They made the gate flowers, so all this stuff starts coming, and then eventually Krakoa is like good. Yeah. And like is is flourishing. It's like self sustaining, but, but, but then by that time he's consumed so much of Doug, their warlock, not Doug. warlock. Yeah, sorry, they're mm-hmm. um they're they're combined now. Warlock so is like his nervous system is the way they describe. He's linked yeah. into all of Krakoa now, so he can see everything, which is so, fucking crazy. So fucking good, and also like. Xavier and and Eric thought they were slick that they had this piece that was like like Doug goes to him and he's like okay here's your no place no one can see in here but you because well, even ask about like oh they wanted to make a flower just for that and he was like okay no one can see and he's like yeah we we could totally we, see we could totally see <laughs> there's also some so weird been seeing shit with everything there's that that's weird been going shit on with beast where like yeah when when he made the the flowers that they. I guess those are the flowers they offered up as drugs. Apparently, Beast gave him some dead bodies to use as compost to make this. Yep. So, like, there are some fucking skeletons buried, man. Yeah, something's going on with that. So to make yeah. specific types of flowers, potentially. It'd be funny if it was just a really no big bag of blue hair. <laughs> <laughs> can uh, yeah, Cypher, yeah. can you, uh, yeah, cause, what, what can you do with this? Can you get rid of yeah. this? Yeah. And it says... It says you use the cadavers I supplied. Yes, each all of them, each one deceased from complications of yes, even the ones that were yes. It's like what the fuck is that about? And then he was like, Who? it was very gross. Yeah, it was super. <laughs> super He's like, I, gross. I I remember it. I didn't forget because you know that was. The and this is right like, when they're figuring out. So this is early because he's still figuring out how the gateways work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, so this is super it makes early X on. Factor having a boneyard not that not that weird anymore. Right. Yeah, also, I wonder if this was a boneyard. Oh, I wonder but if this like, was the beginning of the shit he did with Terra Vida. Possibly, yeah. but yeah, it's that. complications of blank. So, well, that makes me think like legacy virus. That makes me think it's like some kind of very specific oh God, I hope not. disease. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe he killed a bunch of mutants using the legacy virus, and then brought them back when the when the resurrection protocols happened, so that no one knew the wiser. Oh, maybe they, or maybe they die from because this is right after the resurrection started. So maybe it's complications from resurrection, like when they hadn't figured it out yet before they figured it all the way out. Yeah, Krakoa is legacy uh, virus makes sense because like that's how. Like, if you're gonna create a flower that's gonna be an antibody to literally anything. The legacy virus is probably a good stepping stone to get there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Kakoa is literally built for mutants by mutants. Yep. 
I mean, what 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 good colonization nation isn't built on the the skeletons of its victims? You know, like especially when you know can you can couldn't make, help like, yourself, could you, Casey? Ma- nope, could you can make like <laughs> gateways and iPhones out of those bones? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those bones will make a good iPhone. Yeah, you gonna for you're sure. Gonna- for sure. Profit off of the bones? No way. Yeah, that never happened in any other nation. Well, you may as well, yeah, if you're gonna, you may as well turn them into iPhones. Anyway. <laughs> I love the page where they kind of condense, kind of catch up to speed, but you see Cypher at this, like, <laughs> terminal, where he's kind of hooked into everything. He's and at the it, warlock. Like It's like the underbelly of Krakoa, yeah. and it's the warlock Krakoa. And it's just like, basically, like, we, wild. we know all... And he's just like, because he just watched the big confrontation where Moira's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill everybody. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, God d- damn it. Damn it. <laughs> uh, like, oh, man, I, I was hoping they weren't going to do evil shit with this no place. But here they are doing evil but they, shit uh, with the no place. They definitely place. did. Also, I, as a, as a, just a huge fan of Cypher and uh, like, old, like Claremont X-Men, the whole, uh, like in the beginning, when they show the flashback of Cypher first getting dropped off, he's like, he's he's like, hey professor, what happens if the island tries to eat me? But the but Xavier's already gone, and he's like mocking him. And he's like, <laughs> oh, don't worry, Douglas, my boy, everything will work out fine. Just like that time you died while I was in space having sex with a bird lady. <laughs> it killed me because oh, I was so like, I, I was like reading the Claremont run and and. I just I hate Xavier as a character, but like there's a whole yeah. there's like fucking like a hundred issues where the X Men like <laughs> live and die and like go through all these uh, trials and Xavier's just in space. It's just like what's going on? <laughs> He's the worst. He's never yeah. there for them. Uh, unless it's, he's he's lording over his uh dictator like control yeah. and uh here we are <laughs> all right oh. then we cut to i guess the story now oh, fucking crazy that was the prologue yeah that was a prologue right. that was all we get mystique and destiny uh going on their their rampage and destiny no they're getting summoned fucking... to emma's oh they get summoned emma's but destiny's Fucking catty as fuck and oh, throws man. down the, with the, the fucking coo- they both the cuckoos. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, the cuckoos are like uh, they're like you know we're we're not actually five different ones that operate as a as a a whole. We are the same. There is no discernible difference. And then Destiny gives them the like, oh well, the, f- the four of you are going to do this. One of you's going to do this, and the other's going to do this. And like one's going to be separated forever, and it's going to break one of you other ones. And they're like. Which one's which? And they're like, she's like, oh, how could I tell the difference? You're all identical. Dude, <laughs> fucking so, clap back. It's such a strange, oh, like, me. something makes me think that, like, maybe something's off with the cuckoos. Because we see, um, we actually yeah. get to see them resurrected. They're one of the first um, mutants resurrected because they're because of how useful they are as a circuit. And Xavier, like, mm-hmm. resurrects yeah. them personally. And Emma isn't even, I don't think Emma's even around on Kokoa at that point. So, like, something right. makes me think that there's, like, maybe something weird because he erased all their individuality, which they fought so hard for. Mm. Like, yeah, it's there's, I feel like the cuckoos are too integral to this story to not have something be off. And, like, if, if they are all identical, how could one get separated in other world and one, only one be like be emotionally broken yeah. while the other three aren't it's like that seems like he did something weird with those two that he resurrected specifically you know so yeah 
So now they meet with Emma. Mm, sad. And she kind of just, just she spills she, the beans. She tells them everything. Oops, she spills, she the, spills the beans, the beans. <laughs> and shows them shows them the the most vicious of the kill scenes. Yeah. Um, they're like, and yeah, kinda, this, and they're like, oh, what kind of vision is this? And it's like, bitch, this is not a vision. This fucking happened. This fucking happened. So, you did this. So she shows Moira and Destiny, uh, she shows Mistaken Destiny all the stuff about Moira. Um, yeah. And the, the thing that's interesting is that Destiny throughout this uh, doesn't remember that Moira is a mutant and that Moira, like, the, like his, her whole interaction with Moira. And she's like, oh, there's, like, blind spots in, in my memory. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, a, there's a person-shaped hole in my vision. Yeah. And it's, and it's shaped like Moira. But we, we know from, you know, Hoxpox and Inferno 1 that Destiny is, like, was, like, hounding Moira each lifetime and, like, making sure... Yeah. Um you know, keeping her in check. So something happened and not even resurrecting her fully worked for, to get this information. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what's wild. And part of me just wants to think that it's just like time travel nonsense because like that was another lifetime. Everyone else doesn't remember those lives because they were wiped from fucking existence every time she, she dies. And like they do go out of their way to mention if she dies, this all dies. Like she takes us all yeah. with her, which I think is interesting. Well, like, I the, like the, the the timeline doesn't keep going; it just ends. I like the way that Emma words it. It's not that she has multiple. Uh, she doesn't word it that her powers have multiple lifetimes. Her powers to eradicate other mutants' power. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she can just do it over again and kind of. She's playing God right now with everything, and she could destroy everything that they've built just almost by existing because she can just kind of do it again because of all of the multiple her powers now or her yeah. power she's always had i should say yeah i kind of like how they wrap this up and it's just like all right you kind of mystique's just kind of like um is it us or them and it's like neither <laughs> like yeah. emma's not picking I'll never a side. be with you but i'm definitely not gonna be with them anymore yeah, yeah, and so. I think it's it's like, oh, so you're just sitting this out? It's like, no, she's not done yet. Like, <laughs> Well, she says, so all alone. It's just like, as I have always been, uh, alone with all my children. Yeah. So Now she's on her own team, but she's not sitting out. That's for sure. Well, like, she's, she's literally telling the, the two people the one go thing Go burn that, it down. Yeah, yeah. She's telling them the one thing that, that Moira and Charles and, and Eric do not ever want them to know. Number one, yeah. they don't even know that Destiny's alive yet, but number two, like, she's giving them their endgame. Like, it's like, there it is. That's what they're Here trying to do. Yep. Yeah. So, it's, it's not... I, she says she's not on, on, like, with them, but she's certainly not against them because she's no. giving them info that they desperately she, need she just you know? won't she's trying to prevent herself from being manipulated again yeah yeah exactly um then uh moira gets captured yep by the is that orcus, orcus. it is orcus so yep. that's not great they figured out her uh her secret uh crash pad yeah in paris orcus really looking mm-hmm. like not aim here yeah. red yeah. red aim Red yep. aim, yeah. Really, and really think, not that, aim. Yeah. <laughs> then we had an interesting conversation with with Eric and Charles where I kind of like, 
for the first time, I think since this all started, when they're talking, um, he puts on the helmet. Yeah. So they, so he can't read his mind. So I think it's very interesting. It seems that well, he's they're, he's losing a little faith in Charles. I think he's lost a lot of faith in this specifically because yeah. Magneto is like. Oh, uh, kind of like mocking Xavier and the fact that Xavier still feels like that they have any ounce of control left. Yeah. Yeah, because Xavier says, like, when we win, and, and Eric's like, if, if yeah. we win. And basically just saying, you convinced me you were right, but like, I don't, we don't have any control. Like, you're lying to yourself if you think we have control over anything that's happening right now. Then he ponders his orb. No, I'm just kidding. Ponders his orb. <laughs> he does oh, ponder his orb. He 100% ponder that, that orb. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's Emma's gift to everyone is an orb. You better not yeah. be pondering that orb. Um, yeah, so they instantly realize that Moira has been taken uh, and they know that it was Orcus. And then we kind of... God damn, this book has a lot. Yeah. And then we kind of cut back to the Orcus Forge with oh, the Mother Mold Christ. and all this shit. <laughs> and we kind of get the backstory on... Karima. Oh my god, what? Karima. A, a Mega Sentinel. A Mega Sentinel who's just a... She's, I don't even... She's the human cable. Yeah. She's from the future and she was sent in the, into the past because in her future, mutants always win. Yeah, so she was sent so, in the past to make Nimrod, well, she's, basically. She's not only mutant cable, but she's, she's or uh, human cable, but she's the, the opposite end of all of Krakoa, of all of the Krakoan era. Like, House and, yeah. Yeah, House and Powers was literally, every timeline we lose, and she's the antithesis to all of this. Yeah. Yeah, fucking wild. So they yeah, just talk she, about like building. Well, she comes. She goes back in time to make sure that Nimrod comes online earlier and better. Yes, because like in her timeline, Nimrod comes online too late. Too and late, they and they're always able to feed it. So now Nimrod's like fucking way more advanced than he should be. Which and that's is why he figures out. He's like, he's like, you're not from around here, are you? I, Who are you? Like, what's going yeah. on? It's interesting too because Moira's whole shtick is like she's seen multiple futures and mutants always lose. And this lady's like, I've seen multiple futures and mutants always win. And right, exactly. it's like those two forces colliding. Yeah. 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 This seems to be like the, they're both running their end game in this, in this timeline. Like this is the timeline where both of those end games are running and they're absolutely, they're finally colliding. It's like I they could also both wanna... just stop, you know? Yeah. Like, that is think. an option, but it's yeah. not. Nah, yeah, yeah, like you know. like Daredevil. We have we tried just not. Have we tried just fucking <laughs> like, off altogether. Can we just can we just be happy? <laughs> like we're good. Like no, no, we haven't tried that. All right, no, no, not gonna happen. But I love that in her futures where humans always lose. It's uh, it's Apocalypse and his family uh, and the children yeah. fucking fucking them up. Yeah, yeah fucking up the the specifically well, the children. They of the specifically vault. talk about the children of the vault come out, and that's what fucks everything up. Which is interesting because they're still there, but we've they've. We have people that have left the vault, so yeah. that could still be. If they find that out, that could be the piece that they've been missing: is getting the children from the vault to come out. Yeah, to help the mutants, the post-humans, and, if you. Will. And we also have the Araco people with Apocalypse, so that's a chance that that happens again. Who the fuck knows what's going on with Apocalypse? Blue Daddy, he he's coming back. We <laughs> oh, we know we we've been we new. Know. 
that well, yeah. Blue Daddy's coming back. He's so, never, he never really left. I don't know. Lots I, of crazy I, shit I took that's it as going like on there. The end of Max of Swords is like the divergence in, in a timeline now. It is, but I feel like they're doing some fucky shit with time. So I feel like something's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna come back prepared to eradicate humanity. Like, yeah. when when the time is right. So Xavier and Charles show up at this Orcus facility, and like everybody did, <laughs> like fucking everybody. <laughs> but there, but they there's a tracker on Moira that they're that they're using to find. She's in there, and then they see they see Mystique. You know, we kind of it's interspliced between them looking for, and we see Mystique and Destiny with Moira kind of interrogating her. And then eventually we get the scene where we, you know, Charles and Eric throw the door open and it's just, it's just her arm on the chair. So they've yeah. just been following this tracer that's in her arm and then they're on the flip side, they're torturing Boira. <laughs> so Man, she's what a been fucking, taken. What a good, brutal way to t- throw them off the scent. Just like, yeah. oh yeah, where's that tracker? All right. Yeah. Oh, the <laughs> other oh, we'll half leave, of your we'll arm. leave that piece somewhere for them to find. Yeah, which is brilliant, by the way. And, and putting them specifically in harm's way because they are in the room when a portal opens up and Omega, uh, uh, Nimrod and Omega Sentinel come, fucking come through with like an army of not aim agents. Well, here it is, the thing <laughs> we've been trying to avoid. <laughs> yep, there it is. Yeah. It's yeah, almost like, like we made it happen by all the bad decisions <laughs> yeah. we've made. Man, yeah, I really like just I just want crazy. I just want mutants to have their place to not have to worry about this shit. But then I guess that doesn't make for very exciting X Men stories. Well, you might if like <laughs> Charles would just like not. Yeah, if he would just <laughs> stop being Charles for five fucking <laughs> yeah. minutes. That'd be sick. But uh, yeah. I do also want to bring up again the um, the teaser uh, image of Immortal X-Men shows an absent Magneto in the place of Jesus. I'm like, yo, he's gonna maybe die and not be able to be resurrected? Like, that's kind of my theory is that, like, some, like, possibly Raven and... Or maybe he's gonna be captured. Or, or, or th- yeah, that or that uh, Raven and, and Destiny do what do to him what he was trying to do to them, and they just erase all the backups, and then there's no fucking Magneto to resurrect. That mm. could be an interesting... That was mm. kind of the way that I read that, uh, that I teaser. I think uh, but... Mystique and Moira are going to force... Or Mystique and Destiny are going to force feed Moira the un- mutant cure that she created. Oh, oh shit. that's... Ooh, that is good. I like that. Well, maybe there's something like to the whole... Sh- ma- so now when, when you dies, die, you just over. regulate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Maybe there's something to the whole Magneto helmet thing, because Magneto's constantly, like, keeping psychics out of his head. Like, maybe he and Charles just had a, a, a agreement that he wasn't going to keep backups of Magneto. That's possible, too. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's a mm. long shot, but... It seems odd for him, someone who's made such a big deal about this being their place in the world, because he's closer to Apocalypse when it comes yeah, to that shit. Yeah, that's fair. So that would be odd, but I feel like there might be some agreement like, yo, I know when you're in my head, so you better fucking not. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of shit, but like, that's why I think it's odd when he ha- if he has his helmet on near Charles, like, that seems to be 
that's like a I don't trust you right exactly. now. Exactly. That movie. at least yeah. in my reading this version, that seems to be a pretty clear thing. It's like you're up to some shit and I don't trust you anymore. Well, yeah, especially because he put on the helmet before they knew Moira was in danger. So exactly. they were just having a conversation. It wasn't like a let's gear up for battle. It's like mm-hmm. a let's have an authentic conversation where you can't snoop around. Exactly. You can't actually yeah. hear what I'm thinking. Yeah. Or maybe they just have so. like a corrupted or incomplete image of Magneto's brain. Like you know. Because yeah, always with the fucking magnet they, shit. They just resurrect know? Magneto and it's Joseph and it's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Not this guy again. Damn it. <laughs> and but. and let's, let us not forget that uh, uh, Onslaught was running around, so maybe he did something to the backups. Oh, uh, that could be. You know? Yeah. yeah. There's a- <laughs> maybe they tried to resurrect him and they're like, oh, we got an Onslaught again. God, God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> well, maybe they at least help him kill Nimrod. Who knows, man? Yeah. Maybe they need an Onslaught. Yeah. Onslaught's, Onslaught is the mutant phalanx. Right. <laughs> so they need that so they could kill the... That, you know, they need... They gotta fire with fire, man. They're trying to... Gotta fight phalanx man, actually, with phalanx. I, I really yeah. hope they feed Moira the, the mutant cure, because that's, that that's the only way to... In, the only way yeah. to ensure that she doesn't annihilate all of taking, them. Because they don't know how many lives she has. And, and it, fulfills yeah. the, it fulfills the prophecy of her only having the ten lives. Well, that's yeah. that's what Destiny told her. It was like uh, ten, maybe eleven. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna gonna cut you short. Uh. Yeah, but she, and Destiny doesn't seem to remember all of that. So that's an interesting. Or she yeah. wouldn't know that because it's a different life. So that's very interesting. She's making some fucked up time shit. Yeah, it's getting timey wimey. She's going back to the fucking start every time. Yeah, it's a Jeremy bear me. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, absolutely. So that's. Hmm. Yep. Yep. Just bring Blue Dad back. Have him fight Nimrod. It'll be fun. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I'd buy the paper. Shit's crazy. This book's... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this book's crazy. It's good. Though. There's just so, so much coming good. to a point. It's... It... And it... This this issue in particular was so fucking RJ because it's all just Cypher and Emma shit. Yeah. Like, the, the, like, the whole time. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Just being fucking bad. Yeah, just all of them yeah. being badass and just or just having enough of everyone's fucking just, shit. And Cypher just being the secret, like the 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 man He's, behind the curtain behind everything is so fucking cool. Like it's interesting that he hasn't done anything about it yet. But like he very clearly has an issue with what's well, going on. So it's I think he was waiting to hear Moira say, like, burn her from fucking existence before yeah. he jumped like, to oh, conclusions. Of, like, because like up until that point, Moira hadn't done anything evil. It was just shady. And now it's like, oh, this is yeah, this is what I thought you were gonna do, but I was gonna I mean, give you the chance to not do it. How you know? I mean, <laughs> there's also a chance that we have no idea what Cypher has done. Exactly. Yeah, I was just thinking, yeah. speaking of it Warlock to like Hellions, might have put shit in motion long before. Yeah, so. what if Cypher, Cypher would know everything that's going on in, this, in the fucking Sabretooth Orphan Maker prisons, too. No, oh, that's so what true. If he, so he could have well, he's, potentially be making that more comfortable as he's well. He's on the Quiet Council. <laughs> no, yeah. like, he would be able to actually see oh, what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because he has like, eyes and ears and everything. He literally could control and make it more comfortable maybe, or worse. Maybe Cipher is the reason the why we have a Sabretooth miniseries coming up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what, I, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe he's just he's just been yeah. playing chess with Sabretooth this whole time. Although I don't this whole time. I don't yeah. like the idea that Cipher's 
big gun as Sabretooth. Because, like... No, not the big gun, but, like, I think he could just, like, he is... He's he's reducing their war crimes by He just, could be keeping an eye on them. Yeah, also, it's, it's it, Sabretooth, yeah, so it's all. probably more like Trouble. Yeah. We're playing Trouble? <laughs> <laughs> Boggle, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, or like sorry, Candyland or some shit, like yeah. old maid, uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, but uh. no, I just thought that's interesting because he would I, have I, to, yeah, I, yeah, I like you know having having Doug behind, like like Xavier and and Magneto think that they're in charge, and then having like the most wholesome, like legitimately good person have the kill switch to them, like that. That also probably means good. he knows all that, like. Beast and Colossus have done too, though. He knows oh, what it's like yeah. for sure. Just the man. The you're weight. just you're letting a you're letting a lot of war crimes slide, <laughs> buddy. Well, if, like if because if you're he just knows letting it. a CIA, <laughs> he's like, can <laughs> we on paradise? Can we stop at least one war crime, Krakoa? Can we stop? Like, can we not have a CIA, please? That's, that's, that's got to be such a, a burn to, to now have to like keep everybody's secrets. Well, because for him to stop it. He has to expose that he has right. that, that power. Yeah, I think so he, yeah, I think he's, he's waiting. waiting until he's got like. I don't the big... I think the Moira thing might be the most might be important. I enough. also don't th- yeah. don't think we've seen the end of the extent of Cipher and his actions. Agreed. Well, I also, I Agreed. mean, d- doesn't that mean theoretically Warlock could like shut off every single gate at yes. any given moment? Like Absolutely. he could just like lock the Summers on the fucking moon, and yeah. it's like you're on the moon now. Good luck. <laughs> you're yeah. gonna I die. Think, Goodbye. Yeah, I, he could control. Also, like, he's boys with Krakoa, so he could just, like, yell Krakoa. And, like, all right, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Krakoa! <laughs> Yo, bud. So, but yeah, I think, you know, like you said, Warlock is in, he's now part of every piece of it, so, he, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, he could control all of it. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. That, lots Fucking of fun, rules. lots of stuff they could do with that going forward. Yeah, we could yeah. what if on this, like, for a long yeah, time. This could be a three-hour episode. Yeah, I'm sure there's plans for it, or this like there's a reason why we now know this information. Like more is coming for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right, well, thanks for sticking it out, everyone. I know this one was longer than usual, but there was a lot. There was a lot to unpack between Hellions yep. and Inferno, and everything yeah, in between. Holy stuff. crap! Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, what's uh, what's out this week? Let's make it quick. Backgirls. Oh, Batgirls is out. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Excalibur and X-Force. The Joker. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Robin and Batman again. Batman the Imposter. Primordial. Urban Legends. Oh, TMNT. finally Defenders. Defenders again. Newburn. Maze Book. All right. Yeah. The Rush is the back. Thing. Number two. The thing, whatever happened to Oswald's body. I don't think we talked about that first one. No, yeah. A uh, bunch of stuff looks like you know. There's a bunch of comics, and we're gonna read them, and we'll talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's this week's books. Uh, go go to your go to your comic shop right now and buy those. Uh, turn this stupid shit off. Go uh, go yep. support your local comic shop, and we'll be back next week when we talk about this week's comics when they're last week's comics. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Last Week's Comics. Uh, do all that stuff. Go to Dueling Genre. Join our Patreon. Uh, hang out in our Discord. Tell us what you think. And Cyberstalk us. I'll give you links to all that stuff in the episode description. Um, yeah. So for myself, for everyone else on this show, this is Tales from the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody.